Okay, we're going to start by Ezra's Hashem, Daf Lam and Dalid, at Lam and Gimel on the base, about eight lines up, nine lines up, the two dots. And this is the safe of the Mishnah. The Mishnah had discussed that even though someone is mudar hanam mechaveiroi, that one person asters this thing on another, on another person, and so we said that still shikla, you can, uh, the person who asered can give the shekel for the trumas halishka on the behalf of the person who's now usher and his stuff, which we discussed yesterday, that was Shita Satsmachlikis Chanon and the Chachamim, Bidekhanim And now we're going to be up to the final case, which is Now, really, it's not really clear, and that's really what we're going to try to figure out from our Gemara now. It's not really clear in the Mishnah who is ushering whom and who can now be Machsul Veda. There's two parties, one ushered the other, and then one person found the Veda, and one person, the finder, one person is the owner, the Bala Veda. It's not clear who, right on the surface, it's quite simple that we would think about it. And the Gemara is going to kind of break this open and explore it a little bit. But on the surface, it means that the person who is Usser, right, if Ruvain Usser Shimon to have enough from him, so we're talking about Shimon's Aveda. Ruvain was the Usserer, the person who created the Madir, the person who created the Isser. So he is not, what we're saying is that the Chiddush is, is that Ruvain can now return the Aveda to Shimon. If Ruvain finds it, even though Shimon is not allowed to have an offer from Ruvain. So now the Gemara is going to now discuss this. So throw all preconceived notions out of the, uh, out of the window. And then the Mishnah ended with one final, with one final, um, one final uh, halacha, which is Makam Shenoitlin Aleha Schar, when, when the Machzer gets Schar, Tipol Hana Lehektish. So that, that's, that's how we ended. That if, there's generally payment given to the finder for returning the object for bitul malachtai, right? He's losing wages, he's not able to work. So not obviously payment for a mitzvah. And the Rishonim bring down that, that they were generally very sensitive about this. And the norm is, so the way we explained this in Ksubas was that Rashi over there in Ksubas took the easy way out. He said, okay, they're both us on each other and therefore you can't give the machzer the shekel and if, okay, and therefore you give the hanada hektish. But, here, the Ran already tried to open, started to open up the Sugyafru and understand that this is going to be a little bit more complex than we thought. And that what we're talking about is that the finder normally would get payment because he's now going to return the object. It's Bidl Malaha. If the finder says, you know what, I'm not interested in taking payment. Now, why wouldn't he be interested in taking payment? Because generally, it would be less than ideal. It would be something, you're doing a mitzvah, so I'm willing to give up my time for a mitzvah. So it, wasn't, it was a normal thing. It wasn't just a, such a crazy thing that the guy would say, you know what, I'm not going to take your shekel. I'm not going to take your payment for the bitamalacha. He's doing a mitzvah, and he's getting this char mitzvah, and you know, he doesn't necessarily need to get compensated for every moment of lost, uh, of lost work. And therefore, it was somewhat normal for him to be mavater on that shekel. Now, the problem here now is if that I am the returner of the address, I'm supposed to get a shekel, and I go ahead and say to the Bala Veda, to the owner, Amoichel you, don't worry, you don't have to pay me that shekel. Well, now the Bala Veda is having Hana from the finder, from the machzer, right? From the, from the finder, and therefore that would not be a problem. So that's why the Mishnah says, Hektish, that shekel has to go to Hektish. The Bala Veda is not allowed to keep it if the, if the finder tries to be Meichel, he's not allowed to keep it because now he's having Hana from the Balaveda, and therefore he has to give it to Hakdish. So, so the one who lost it is Asr Hana from the one. Uh, well, that's what, that's what I said. We're going to discuss. That's okay. a, that's well, a simple case. Well, yes. We don't know which one, which one that's, is which. Let's, right we're going to break it open. Pligiba. 
Ravami Sozak Master Leavidasa. Pligi by Ravami Veravasi is a machlekes Ravami Veravasi, and we don't know who holds what. But the point is that there's a machlekes to Amarayim, and there's two shitas. Chad Amar, and this is again, this is going to be the first lashon. So we're going to have two ways of understanding this in the first lashon, and then the second lashon. So in the first lashon, Chad Amar Loishanu Elubishenechse Machzir Asurin Abalaveda. That one mandamer says the only time again that you are allowed to return the avoda. The, the Aveda, the only time you're allowed to return the Aveda is if the Nechse Machsir is Asr on the Baal Aveda, meaning the Baal Aveda, the way we understand the case. The Baal Aveda is not allowed to have Ana from the finder. So that, that's where we're saying that if the finder is allowed to return it to him. Why? Because when the finder gives the Balaveda back his object, it really belonged to him. So he's not giving him anything, it was his. Okay, and I, what about the fact that he's giving him his object that he lost? Well, that's the mitzvah of the Shavas Aveda, and that's not considered, um, he's, it's a mitzvah, it's a mark of mitzvah. And like we explained that there's, yes, there might be a hanam, the mela, but we see that there's a hanah, so grama, when it comes to hanah, is not necessarily a problem. <clears throat> but so there's no direct hanah. We break the action of the, the mitzvah, the finder, returning the Aveda to the, to the lost guy into two different parts. And there's the fact that it's, yes, the Baal Aveda is getting the object, but it's his object, so he's not getting anything from the, from the mafzer, from the, from the finder. And on the second, uh, on the other hand, like we said, that he's, the fact that he's giving him back his object, that's only a mitzvah. Okay, but if it's the other way around, meaning if the, really what happened here was the Bala Veda was the one that created the Isser and the finder is not allowed to, is not allowed to get any benefit from the Bala Veda. So then, then, you, the, then the finder is not allowed to, then the finder is not allowed to return it to him. Why? To come a hanile pruta de Rabbi Because as long as he's Isaac in returning the object to him, he's now potter from what's called pruta de Rabbi What's pruta de Rabbi That when a person is Isaac, you're Isaac in the mitzvah, if I'm going to give you your object back and, and I should encounter an ani along the way, so I'm potter to give him money. So now I've, I don't have to give him any money. I don't have to give him, I'm not high in the mitzvah of tzedakah. So now I've gained by, essentially I've saved myself a pruta and that is considered saving me money. So by, by me being Isaac and returning your object, I am now saving money because of you. That is considered me having hana from you. And therefore, what we're saying is that the, this idea that we can return when one person answers the other that's what I said. We keep it gen- generic. When one person asers the other, we can return the object that depends on who's asering whom. Okay? So, the <clears throat> Amar, so that's all one sheet. The other sheet that says no, that it goes both ways. It's a two-way street. I feel nechse balaveda osturin al even if the nechasim of the balaveda, meaning the madir was the balaveda, and they're asr al namachser, mahadrle, you can still return it. Why? Umisham prutid rabbi yosef leishchiach. Aye, what about this Prutu Yosef? Meaning, what about the fact that the Machser is getting benefit? So the answer is Prutu Yosef is Leishchiach, right? Now, what does that mean, the Prutu Yosef Leishchiach? So if we look at it, the Ran says here, And the exact time, right? At the exact time when he's going to return the object, what are the chances he's going to encounter an Ani? Therefore, it's not, it's not very Shchiach. Um, and therefore, we're not going to go ahead and say that we're not going to go ahead and asser the finder to return 
because for that few moments that he's going to be Isaac in returning the Aveda, we're not going to go ahead and answer the Baal Aveda, the uh, the to return into the Baal Aveda. Now, um, this idea of Prutu de Rav Yosef is brought down in Baba Kama. And really, in the, the context of it, and the round brings this down over here, is that we're talking about a Shemer Aveda. What is the status of a Shemer Aveda? Is he a Shemer Sacher, or is he a Shemer Chino? And that is, that's what we mean. Meaning, according to, according to Rav Yosef, that's Prutu de Rav Yosef, that when you are a Shemer Aveda, you're guarding the Aveda, so now you're considered a Shemer Sacher. Since you're a Shemer Sacher, Okay, oh, that's Prutu Rav Yosef. You're a Shemer Sacher because uh, you're a Shemer Sacher because um, because again, if you should encounter an Ani, so you're considered a Shemer Sacher, and therefore you're gonna, what's the, it's going to be Negea Nizikim Yichayiv Geneva Vaveda in that situation, like all Dinim of a Shemer Sacher, and the Ran quotes that down over here. So now, <clears throat> so now the Ran wants to wants to be careful. Even according to the second Chad Amar, he says you are you still have the status of a Shemer Sacher. However, Pruta de Rav Yosef is Loishchiach, and therefore we're not going to disallow the Machser from returning it to the Baal Aveda. Okay, so I just wanted to make uh, that point clear. In, in general, they, the, there's a Tesis in Baba Kama that brings down from our Sugya that Rav Yosef holds that it's only based on, certainly the way the, the Ran seems to be learning it over here, um, but we'll see, the Ran argues over there, but a Tesis in, in Actually, in Sukkah, but Tosis in Baba Kama brings down that we see from here that because we're saying that the only time you have a tour from giving the ani money, for giving the ani tzedakah, is when you're Isaac in the Aveda, but if, 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 if returning the Aveda, but if the Aveda is sitting in your house, so this is again, this is, teaches us some Yisraelis in regards to Isaac bin a mitzvah, Pater bin a mitzvah, that if just because you have the Aveda, if it's sitting in your house, if you're not actively involved with returning it, then we're not going to say Yosef Mitzvah Pater Men Mitzvah. However, there is a there is a run in Sukkah that brings that uh, discusses this, and he says that even <clears throat> even if you're not, I just want to find the word that I, I, I quoted it over here. So Taisa's Shita is, the Taisa's that we just spoke out, it says that the Ptura of Isaac ben Mitzvah, Patur ben Mitzvah, is Sheloi Yizbata ben Mitzvah Sha'asak Kisha'asak Bishniya. That his qualification is that as long as you're not going, it's considered Isaac ben Mitzvah, Patur ben Mitzvah, if you are not going to be able to be, to do both. It's not Efshel Akayim Shneim, but if it's Efshel Akayim Shneim, then you would have to be. However, the Ran and Sukkah says, even if it's, even if it's not Efshel, even if it's Efshel Akayim Shneim, still, meaning let's say you're walking and you can give the, you're walking to return the Aveda and you could give the Ani, back, you can give the Ani Tzedakah while you're walking. Since you're actively, you're actively participating in doing the mitzvah, you're going to be Pater anyways. Okay? Um, wow. Yeah. There's actually more extreme sheetas than that as well. But anyway, so let's, okay. So we have, um, our, so our, our mission to discuss it. So, Gabe, can you just bring you hold on to the basketball, open, open the pocket, open up, put the little basketball, put them over here and give the money something, you know? Well, that, that's what he's saying, that you're Isaac bin Amitzvah. It's an extra kind stand, but still, that's the round sheet. So, that's the machlikas between the round and tesis in the Yisidus of what's considered, what's, what's considered Isaac bin Amitzvah, Patsman Amitzvah. Okay, so the mission says, and we had a machlikas, Ravami and Ravas. We don't know who says what. In the Right here, what we're saying so far is that. One Mandamar says that it's only the standard way we understood it 
that it's only if the Balaveda is usher to have enough from the Machser, then the Machser is allowed to return it to the Balaveda because he's just giving it back what's his. But if it's the other way around, meaning if the Machser is, is usher to have enough from the Balaveda, then the Machser is not allowed to return it because of Pritzel of Yosef. And the other Shita says, no, Pritzel of Yosef it's not Shechiach that he's going to encounter while returning the Abeda, that he's going, to, he's going to encounter an Ani and thereby get benefit of not having to give tzedakah to the Ani. So now, Tanan. Now, I want to read this Kasha I'm going to go with the Lushan of the Ran. There's different, there's different Lushanus, which kind of changes the word around. So I would say maybe just read the Divriya Maskal of the Ran as we read along over here, and then I'll speak out the explanation. Tanan, Mokim our Mishnah said that when the returner, the finder who's returning the Aveda, would normally get paid, Mokim Hektish. Okay, and as we explained, the finder says, you know what? I'm not interested in taking money for this. So now the Bala Veda has to go ahead and give the money to Hektish. Why? Because the fact that the finder is being Meichel, the money that he was going to get, is now, he's Meichel, so now he's getting something from the finder. That's not okay, so he's got to give the money to Hektish. Okay, you have to read. So according to the Manda Amar that says that the Machzer, that Bishen Nechzei Machzer Asurin Abalaveda, so now Balaveda Asurin Alamachzer, but Balaveda Asurin Alamachzer, Loi Mahader. So if you say that like the first sheet that we quoted, that this is only one way, meaning the only time we're saying the case of our Mishnah that you're allowed to return it is when? The only time you're saying that you're allowed to return it is when the Balaveda is the one that's usher because all the Machser is doing is giving back what's already his. So then I understand why we said <clears throat> makes a lot of sense. Meaning the standard understanding is, I, I get it, that the, um, that the Machser is allowed to return the the Machser is allowed to return it to the Balaveda because it belongs to the object. The Balaveda is the one that's Asr. The object belongs to the Balaveda. Now, like we explained it, if the Machser decides to forego the money he was entitled to for lost wages while he was going to return the object, so then I understand why the Balaveda, since he's not allowed to have enough from the Machser, has to go ahead and he has to go ahead and give it to Hektish because he can't get anything from the Balaveda. that even, but what about the other Shita who holds that it goes both ways, meaning Afilu Nami Mahader, that even the other way around you could return it. Meaning the boxer, the finder, is the one who's not allowed to have enough from the Balaveda. And this second Shita holds that he is allowed to return it anyway. Why? So it explains the Ran. I don't understand. Again, the Machser is now Avanah from the Balaveda. Right? So the, ba- the, the Machser goes ahead and says, you know what? I don't want to take the Pruta. So why can't the Balaveda keep the Pruta? He's allowed to have, the Balaveda is allowed to have Hana. We're going in the second way of understanding. So the Balaveda is allowed to have Hana from the Machser. Yep. So, he could, so why can't he just keep the Pruta? Why does he have to give it away? So the Gemara answers, Katani. No, that the Seifa of the Mishnah is only going... In one of the two cases, Achada Katani. Okay, so that is the first one. And that's the question, and that's the answer. That's the first Lashon in the Gemara. Ikadamasni la Bahai Lishna. Now there's a second, and we, we're going to see it. It's, it's going to be immediately evident how we're going to run into problems over here. Ikadamasni la Bahai Lishna. Some learn the Machlekes Rav Ami and Rav Asi in another 
Loshan and Gansin. The other way around. The standard understanding in our Mishnah that everybody says that you're gonna that the Maxer's allowed to return it. When the Maxer's not allowed to have another finder's not allowed to have enough from the And the standard default is Yosef is not Shiach. And therefore, everyone's gonna agree. That the that the machzor is allowed to return it. Ay, but when the balaveda, the nixay machzor are also in the balaveda, the balaveda is not allowed to have enough from the machzor. Then loy mishum Okay, because he's getting hana. So that's the other way. It's, it goes counter to what we have understood um, thus far, right? That's what I said. I take huh. No, it doesn't. We're going to get there. Right, we're going to, that's where we're going to have problems. And the other man never says, no. In both ways, no matter if the machzir is usher to have enough from the balaveda or the balaveda is usher to have enough from the machzir, he could return it. Okay, fine. So now we learn it the other way. Meaning the default is the standard way. Now I said, the way we read the Mishnah and the understanding of the Gemara is kind of challenging everything that we had coming on common taking as uh, taking for granted or taking as a base understanding of the Mishnah. And now we're saying that no. The standard case that our Mishnah is talking about we can return is because we're not chashish for Prutat Rav Yasef, and therefore the standard case that we're talking about is that the Machsar is allowed to return it to the Baal Aved. The Machsar is also to have Hana from the Baal Aved that he's allowed to return it. Prutat Rav And that's why he's allowed to return it. But giving him back his object, you are benefiting him Lamaisa, you're getting it back as object. Yeah, it's a mitzvah, but Lamaisa, he's getting Hana. Okay, Good. we can certainly understand that. So now, now we're going to have a kasha. That, again, quoting our Mishnah, that if the machzer normally would get paid and elects to forego payment, I just want to put a caveat here. I'm explaining the kasha of the Gemara right now according to the, the uh, Rabbeim of the Ran. The Ran gives a more, a, a more, a, it's an answer that is going to challenge some other things. As therefore, I wanted to go with that, even though the Ran himself says that he likes his shot better. So we're going, if you, should, if you should learn the Ran here, and you'll say, oh my gosh, uh, okay, I'm going with the, I'm already telling you that I'm going with the shita that the Ran himself says. I'm not going with my Rabbi, I mean, he has a different shita, but it goes back into the, the Gemara, the idea on Daflam and Aleph, that it's it now works together. Remember the Mechira. Stuff right. It's talking about um, mechira de zvina de ravi de rami al ape. So I just didn't want to get back into that. So here, so I'm going with this for child understanding again. So tonight we said that malcolm shenoit If the finder elects to forego the payment for lost wages that he would normally get, then tibal nala hektish. That the uh, the uh, the has to give that another hektish. So then I understand. Then I understand this makim, meaning we use the lashon of makim, which is one. And I can simply say again, according to the second chadamar in this lashon, what we're saying is in both cases you can return. And then we use the lashon of makim to say that in some one of those two cases there would be a situation where the balaveda is not allowed to keep the shekel because he is usher. Which one? The case where the Baal does usher to have enough from the finder. Okay, however, but according to the first 
in this second lashon, according to the first way we understood it, which is that the only, the only time that the machzer is allowed to return it is if he is the one that's usher because so then we go back to our original question and we have no way of answering it. I Means if you want to tell me it's one case, the first way over here we understood it was the one case that everybody, the one situation in which you could return it, the one everybody agrees is when the machzer is usher. So that's, if that, that, and he holds that in the other case you can't return it. So you can't say it's, right? And therefore, there's only one case according to the first sheet over here. What's that case? That the machzer is also in the Baal Well, if the machzer says, you know what? I don't want to take the money. Why can't the Baal Aveda keep the money? Why does he have to give it to Hektish? And the Gemara Bleib Shverem, Kasha. Okay? Now let's move on to really opening up. Uh, the, the, whole, the, the whole thing that, that you know, um, uh, we, we have the case of Mavriach Ari, right? Yes. You, you, can, you can pay someone else's debt and, uh, and that won't be a problem. So by returning this thing... There is, there is absolutely a discussion in the Rishonim and Achorinim who discuss, bring up your point. Yeah, exactly, okay. in regards to Mavriach Ari. It's, it's a very, the very comp- complex of why the halachas of Mavriach Ari don't necessarily apply here. Okay, Amarava, Haisa Lefanov Kikar Shel Hefker. So let's say, Haisa Lefanov Kikar Shel Hefker. So really an entirely new case. And the Ran even says that this case is only being brought in advance of, in advance of the next case. So let's say you have a Kikar Shel Hefker in front of you. But Amar, and a person says Kikar Zu Hektish, that this Kikar should be Hektish. So again, I want to be clear. It's Dafka Kikar Shel Hefker. So it's not yours, and we'll get back to that why, but just keep that in mind. This kikar is hektish. If you now go ahead and take this kikar to eat it, then it's considered bi'ilo, you're going to have to pay karen v'chaymesh, lefi kula means on, for the full amount, meaning you took the entire kikar to eat it, which is a standard case of what we're saying mi'ilo is. Okay. It's the same, the same person. The same person, right. Same. So now, 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 let's understand this. Okay, so first of all, why Dafka? There's, there's a few things we need to kind of just figure out, just to figure out what this halacha is. So the first thing is, um, why Dafka Hefker? And if it's Hefker, right? So how could you be Maktish something if it's, not, if it's not yours? How could you be Maktish it if it's Hefker? So we have to understand that. And... Right? Why, why is it dafka that you're over on mi'ila when you take it after your makdash it if it was shal hefker? If it's shal hefker, why, why, um, why is your mi'ila there? So the, the way to understand this, and the Ran kind of breaks this all, all out, is first of all, it's dafka hefker because if, if a person was makdash, and what we're talking about here, where you took it to eat it. So you didn't eat it yet. You just took it with the intention of eating it. So now, if the kikar was actually yours, and you were makdish it, then you have, you as the owner, the original owner of it, have a din of a gizbar. And any time you take it, until you actually eat it, there's not going to be mila. So what we have to be, Dafka talking about a kikar shal hefker over here, that it never came into your rishos. I, so it's like a funny little thing. So I, if it never came into your rishos, so then how could you be makdish it if you can't be makdish it? Shein, shalai. So the Ran says that there's a din of, that there's a din of zechiyah teich daladamas. That the Gemara discusses this um, in Baba Metzia, that there's an idea, Daf Yud, that Dalad Amas shall Adam Kainas lay, 
And even if you don't go ahead and say, I want to be kind of, so there's, a, there's some sort of Kenyan there, and there's enough of a Kenyan that will allow you to be Makdash it. And that's the way the Ran is learning this. Okay? It allows you, so it's, it's not going to make it yours, but it's going to be enough. You didn't say that you want it. So again, he says, I'll oh, quote, if you look at the last skinny line, Meaning the Chachamim went ahead and said in, in the situation of Baba Metziah, right? Two guys, who does the object belong to? It's the one that's in Teichas Dalad We went ahead and gave it to him. So if the guy is specifically saying this thing, Teichas Dalad I want to be... Hectish, so you're specifically saying you don't want it to be yours. Okay, so you're able to bypass your own ownership, and therefore we've now created a situation where the kikar is hefker, therefore it was never yours, because if it was yours, again, you would be a gizbar, and if you took it to eat, close mind you didn't eat it, it wouldn't be mi'ilah. So we're saying, kikar shall hefker, but amar kikar shall hektish, not la once you take it to eat, it's considered a mi'ilah. Why? Because it was never yours, it was hefker. How was it? How, how did it become? How, how did we able to mock there's something that was a Dabr Shalakhtar? You know, the mock there's Dabr Shalakhtar. It's not yours. So we have this Taif Dalad Hamas. The problem is, and there's many kashas on the Ran here, that first of all, uh, Zechia, this whole idea of that we give it to the person Taif Dalad Hamas, is Mitam Shlichas. And there's, a, there's no Shlichas for Hektish. There ain't Shlichas Hektish. So that's number one. Number two is this whole Dalad Hamas is what specifically that if there was an argument who has rights to it, it's the person who within, within his Dalai Lama's. We say there's no shlichas for hektish, but we do. We, we talk about whether he had in mind the generous or stingy and, and, and what was... That's the, truma. Okay. That's truma. Okay, so Tikna Dalai Lama's, right, is that it, the whole point is it was to avoid arguments, right? It was to, it was to avoid arguments, yes. to avoid machlekes. Who says that you can go ahead and apply, apply this and say that it's enough to make it into your Rishos to be Makdish it? Another Kasha is that really this whole idea of uh, this whole Kenyan Tathalad Amas is Dindar Abanar. We're now saying Mi'ila Daraisa. How could you use this idea of a Darabanan? So the Rush brings down another, uh, another way of understanding it. I'll just, he reads Rebelozer Mimitz. Sheyuchal Lizkais Elohu, Ba'amar Lechisha Ezka Bikikarzet Tia Hektish. Okay, the, the way it's working is a little bit different. If you go back, if you remember, the Gemara and Ksubis discussed one of the cases, when we had a whole bunch of cases, we learned a lot of halachas out of those cases, one of the cases was that if a person says that I have a mashkin by you, when I'm poided, it should become hektish, we said it's hektish because it's what's called biyadcha. So the answer here, so they use a different answer, is that teich dalad amas, it's now biyadcha. Since it's biyadcha, you get it. We see that by hektish, once it's biyadcha, it's considered enough bailos that you have the potential to get it to go ahead and be makdash. So that's another way of learning over here. Okay? So now again, you have a kikar of hefker, and you said it's hektish, you took it to eat, okay, now once you took it to eat, it's now considered mi'ila, it was never yours, and therefore now it's considered taking it, removing it from its rishos, the hainu hefker, that was hektish, and now you're taking it from there. Lohirisha levanov, However, if all you did was want to give it to your son, so you're not taking it to eat, you don't, you're not taking it to eat for yourself, then Then the only mi'ila is, meaning you want to know mi'ila, how much are you going to have to pay? How much are you going to have to pay? So it's only the benefit that you're giving something to your son, whatever that's worth, that you're currying favor with your son. So that's the taivas hana. That's the only part that it's considered mi'ila on because you weren't really taking it to eat. Okay? Now, Again, so the Ran discusses why 
Why are we, if you look at the second wide line, why are we bringing this case in here? What shaykhs? Where did this get to? Okay, because the next Gemara that we're going to have is going to ask a Shaila in regards to neder, kainam neder, and transferring it. Is it Asr? Which is going to kind of really, again, challenge a lot of things that we've so far understood. That we're going to see in the next child, it's a case of if you ask, if, let's say I said my kikar is usher to you, and then I gave it to you as a gift, is it usher or not? Afterwards. Okay, so we're talking about transferring rishuyos in regards to kainam. Okay, so therefore we brought this case here. Now, the problem with the Ran is, is that we're, in the next case we're going to talk about a kainam. Here it sounds like we're talking about mi'ilo, which is hektish. Okay, so what's, what's going on? And just to have some more fun with this, so Taisa says that Taisa says that really we're talking about this mi'ilo over here is bekinamais. And that's really going to be the topic of tomorrow's daf, which you will have a substitute for. Um, it's going to be the topic of tomorrow's daf of is there milah when it comes to kainamas or not. When I say kainam, and we, we touched on this before, that kainam klali, right, there's a concept of, of this, that when, kainam klali can work a little bit differently. But again, this is going to be the idea of when I say something, right, when I'm saying that something is aser kikainam, what is kainam? Karban. So is there mi'ila, if I made it also on you like a carbon, is there mi'ila? So Tesla says it's really advanced, in advance, not of the next couple lines we're going to have, but really of tomorrow. So, but either way, Al-Kopan, Ba'yimineh, Ravchia bar oven me rava. Kikari alecha. Let's say I say that my kikar is also to you. matana. And then I give it to you as a matana. Mahu. So again, can you now eat it? I asked it to you and then I gave it to you. Kikari. Are we going to look at the fact that I said my kikar? Meaning, Amar like ki say hu da asr. Only when it's in my rishos, it's going to be asr. But when I gave it to you, it's not going to be asr. Now, we have to take this as a base understanding, and we'll see this at the end, what we're going to discuss today, is that if Ruvain, let's say Ruvain says that my kikar is usher on Shimon, you Shimon. Now, if Ruvain goes ahead and sells it to Levi, it's no question that it's going to be mutter on Shimon. Because that's not a question. The question is when he gives it directly to him. So again, Amar la ki shavisa hektish. No. I said it's going to be Asr on you. And now I'm giving it to you, so I'm transferring that Isr along with it. It was mine to give to you. It was mine to create the Isr. And therefore, I'm not transferring. When I give it to you, when I give it to you, so now it's still going to be Asr on you. So Amr Lei, Pshita, he says, Pasha da'afal gav di'yavalim matana. Watch this, Farah. Pshita da'afal gav di'yavalim matana. Again, Ruvain Asr's Shimon on eating his kikar. Now Ruvain gives the kikar to Shimon. So this is Pshita da'afal gav di'yavalim matana. The Ruvain gives it to Shimon. It's going to be Asr. Why? Because ela kikari alecha. So think about it this way. Let's take this back to the very, very most simplest level. When Ruvain says to Shimon, my kikar is Asr on you, what is the situation? It's no chiddish. It's Ruvain's. If it's Ruvain's kikar, of course it's Asr to Shimon. You can't steal. It's stealing. It's not yours. So what is the chiddish that Ruvain is saying that my kikar is going to be Asr on you? It must be that when I give it to you, it's going to be Asr. Otherwise, what's this whole concept of Ruvain creating Isr on his own kikar? It's his. Shimon, it's Asr to Shimon. Memela, because it's not, it doesn't belong to Shimon. 
Right? Uh, so, Rabbi Malik, Pshita, the Afaka of the Yod, the Matana, sir, El Kikari, Allah, Lafuke, Ma'ai, Lava, Fukidi, Ganva, Mine, Mignav. What are you trying to say? That the whole concept is that if I steal it, well, again, if I steal it, it's Usr. So, what exactly is this idea of proving, creating Isser, saying my Kikar is Usr to you, Shimon? It's standing Usr. I didn't need Ruben to say that. LMI, we're trying to prove, says Rabbi, LMI, that. Elamai says, Rabbi, must be, I have a raya that when I, Ruben asks his kikar on Shimon and he gives his kikar to Shimon, that it's going to be, it's still going to remain Usr, even though it's no longer kikari, it's no longer Ruben's kikar. Amar lay, so, so uh, Revchia said back to Rabbi, no, 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 no raya. Loi la asmine, which was probably what we were always assuming. No, we're, we're, what we're accepting is when, no raya. Again, Rabbi said his din, but no raya. You were trying to bring a riot from the fact that where else could you have a situation where Shimon would be allowed to eat Ruvain's stuff? Yeah, if Ruvain invited him over to his house. For a Suda, and now it's this Kikar, that's Usr. So, so that's, and, and that's the case, and you have no Raya. The Asmanale. Now, Ace let's ask the following Kasha. Again, so Rava said that if Ruvain Asr's his Kikar on Shimon and then gives it to Shimon as a gift, it's going to be Usr on Shimon. Ace Amarloi, Hashileni Parascha. So one guy says to another, please lend me your cow. Amarloi. So the other guy responds, Kainim Parashani Kanoilach. So he says, Or Nechasai Alecha Imyeshli Para El Azu. Okay, so he says that, sorry, Kainim Parashani Kanoilach, that I am not um, going to Kainim Alai Parasi Zu Imani Kanisi El Parazu. So either he says that that either you're not going to get to use my para or all my nechasim are going to become asr on you, okay? Meaning, in regards to him, yeshli para elazu. So he basically, this is a, a, a nether dick away of saying, this is the only one I've got and I need it, okay? Hashileni kardumech. He says, "Can you please lend me your hatchet?" Amar your hammer. Amar lai koinim kardum sheishli or shani koni nechasi alai im yeishli kardum elazet. Again, same idea here, where the guy says, "Can I please borrow your cow?" And he says some sort of neder that basically that this is my only this is my only cow. Same thing with a hammer. He says, "Can I borrow your hammer?" Is some sort of neder that my hammer is going to be also on you. All of us are going to be also. All my stuff is going to be also on you. If this isn't my only hammer, and it is my only hammer, therefore I can't lend you anything. And it turns out, no, that he had extra cows or hammers. <clears throat> now, so when he's still alive, meaning, so now the nether goes into effect. Because he made a nether, if this, is that all, if this isn't my only one, then all my stuff's going to be us on you. And it's not his only one. And therefore, the nether now is in effect. So, while the mother is alive, usr. So the mother, the guy who who the Isra was created on, is now going to be Aser. Meis, oi, here's the part we want. Meis, oi, shenitna loi b'matana hareza motor. If it's given to him as a matana. So we see clearly that if Ruvain, however he created this nether in this situation, created a nether on Shimon, and then Ruvain gives it as a matana to Shimon, it's going to be motor. So how could you tell me that when we say kikari alecha, and then he gives it to him, it's going to be Aser. Amar le'revacha, and we built this in, that really what, what it means is that it wasn't that Reuven gave it to Shimon. Reuven sold, sold it to Levi, and Levi gave it to Shimon. Now we're saying, one, well, because, I mean, it's still, you might think maybe you could sell it along with the Isser. 
Why can't you sell along with this? Or, right, we have Avacharech Laplani. And that, in fact, I mean, we've discussed that before. I can sell you something and then say Avacharech Laplani. What's going to happen afterwards? After, after a person dies. So, again, we, the Chiddush is, it's, it's a little bit of a Chiddush, that when you gave it to him. Okay, so, Amar Ravashi, by the way, Ravashi says, Deganami. Don't think that this is just a cop out answer. You make something hectic, you give it to somebody else that still has the status of hectic. That's because it's not yours to give away anymore. Put a restriction on it. Yeah, so Amar Abashi, by the way, don't think this is just a cop-out answer, that we're just going ahead and saying, oh, they were introducing lady. But if you actually look, Dekanami, that it's, it's, it's meduyuk in the words of the Bryce itself, it was given to him. It doesn't say that he gave it to him. It doesn't say that Ruvain gave it to Shimon. It says if it was given to Shimon. Sounds like there was actually a third party involved over here. And that's why, and that's why it's going to be mutter. And Rava will now have an answer from this Bryce. Okay, and... Isn't this... Uh, I'm going to stop here.